0: and welcome to the Endy Academy podcast. My name is Natasha Stroud. I'm online coach and owner of Endy Academy. With this podcast, we're going to talk all things life, mind, body and soul. Hello and welcome back to the Endy Academy podcast. We are live from Bangkok, Thailand, sitting in my hotel room right now as we speak, recording this episode. So, hello and welcome aboard. Today I'm going to be doing another solo episode uh, because I want to touch base and help as many people as I can uh, with the lead-up to Christmas. So, basically what we're going to be touching base on within this episode is actions you can take now to make progress before Christmas comes about. So, If it's a case that summer has ended and you're maybe not feeling 110% after it, feeling a little bit bloated, feeling a little bit shitty, and you're just kind of stuck in a rut or you're not really sure how to get out of it, or you're in a position that you do really just want to see yourself in the best position by the time Christmas comes around, then do stick around for the rest of this episode because I'm just going to be touching base on as much value as I possibly can give you um, that will help you as much as you can with your progress. So to get started, the first thing you want to do is have a look at why you want to maybe make the progress that you do. So I want you to even think about that now, like write down in the notes of your phone or write down on a piece of paper, like what is it you want to change over the next couple of weeks and why do you want to change it and how important is it to you on a scale of one to ten, one being not that important, ten being ridiculously important, it's really affecting your confidence, it's going to affect you maybe going on Christmas nights out over the Christmas, you're staying inside, you're staying in more baggy clothes and it's just, it's affecting your, your mental health, it's affecting your physical health, it's affecting your cardiovascular health, maybe not being able to make it up a flight of stairs without being out of breath so really have a look at it like it's going to be obviously different for everyone but do have a look into it and see why you want to change and how important it is to you because that is always going to be the first step you can do is to make sure that this is something you want enough because if we don't want it enough we probably won't stick to it and that's fine um but just just to be clear with your expectations and what you want to achieve and it's all going to stem from why you want to do it and why you want to change From there then, you can map out a roadmap for yourself. So what I would say the best thing is, like, when we look at dieting, people can really get caught up in a cycle of dieting all year round. And the reason for this is because they don't commit to it and they don't stick to it. So they find themselves having a good week. Next week is just shit and it's just it's a constant cycle. And it's that's when dieting becomes frustrating because you're never really making progress and you're trying all year round. And that's exactly what I don't want. Like, realistically nobody should be in a stage where they're dying, in, say, Chris. like during the the lead up days to Christmas. Uh, that's what you don't want. You want to be in a position where you can actually relax. You feel like you you have all the hard work done and you can enjoy your Christmas, but the more important thing is you know how to enjoy it without going overboard with all the tools that you've learned up to it because that's what's going to help you massively with maintaining the progress that you make and not feel like you're stuck in this dieting phase all year round or not feel like, you know what, I fucked up now, so I may as well stay going for every day up until Christmas, every day after Christmas and I'll start January. And you're just putting yourself in a worse position when you could, right now, make unbelievable progress, have the tools there to maintain it over the Christmas and be in such an amazing position then after Christmas to get going again. Like, imagine being in that position. Imagine what it feels like. Imagine what it looks like towards kind of going through the motions now, never really getting anywhere. Christmas comes, well, fuck it. And being in twice as bad as the position January and just feeling twice as lost and not knowing where to start. So you have a re- you're you in a really good position now if you can get started, if you can take these tips on board. So first things first, after we've gone through that, we want to look at nutrition and food. So what I would recommend with nutrition is, I suppose this is going to be person dependent, um, but if you are going to be taking the role of tracking calories I would get up some form of calorie calculator um, something like the, there's one called Harris Benedict formula you can type in all your details to that and it'll give you say your diet and calories now with these calorie calculators they're never going to be 110 percent correct so what I would advise you doing is test the waters with it you don't want to be in like extreme extreme low calories if it's giving you extreme low calories uh do not follow it bring them up a little bit more because you're never going to know unless you try it out for two to three weeks see how you're going if progress is going in the right direction great keep going with it if it's not maybe drop the calories by a hundred or something smaller but don't go dropping them until you've actually been brutally honest with yourself so you have stuck to it for two weeks straight for Tracking your food, then I would use something like my Fitness Pal. If anyone wants a tutorial on it, I have one. I've no problem sending that out to you if you've never used my Fitness Pal before. And it's just the big thing with it is it, it's a great tool for you to learn how much calories are in food because sometimes we're actually not aware of how much we're eating or how much we're eating low nutrient dense foods that aren't actually filling us up all that much. And then people would say to me, "Oh, like I don't even eat that much in a day." You mightn't eat that much but the, the quality of the food you're eating might have tons and tons of calories in it so that's that's where it could potentially be going wrong so it just gives you a, an indication and an awareness around calories are in, that are in food and the good thing about this is if you spend time tracking food and doing this pr- this process it's going to stand to you so much in terms of not tracking food so when you have a time where you're going away or you're doing anything and you don't want to be tracking food you have an idea of what you're doing you have an idea of where you're at you have an idea with food and that's the good thing about it. it's not a case that this is something you're going to be stuck with for life it's actually going to help you with life um and that that's the good thing about tracking food so that's what i would recommend if you didn't want to take the route of tracking food i would recommend aiming for three meals across the day making sure that there's a form of protein with each meal making sure there's a form of veg with at least one of those meals and just keep an eye on your portion sizes. Keep them in and around the same for two weeks. If you're not noticing much change, you can reduce your portion sizes gradually and just keep doing it that way and monitor your progress that way. In terms of training then, I would choose a form of exercise that you enjoy. This can be absolutely anything. So even, again, I a copy book, write down forms of exercises that you actually enjoy. This would be different for everyone. Um, maybe it's going into the gym, maybe it's a HIIT workout, which I feel sometimes they get a bad sting, um, but some people actually enjoy that form of exercise. Um, so again, it's person-dependent, it could be dancing, whatever you want to do, find a form of exercise that you're going to enjoy, and try include it for at least an hour, um, about three to four times per week, and include it that way. So really do commit to that, you know, really try to add that in. If it's a case you're starting from scratch, like you're going from zero exercise to getting into exercise, I would advise to gradually bring it in. So gradually bring in maybe two days per week, try that out for two weeks. When you've built that foundation, you can increase it then to three days per week and build it up that way. So that's what I definitely recommend with training. If you're going to be going into a gym or you're doing home workouts, I would say try... uh, progress with training as much as you can in some way shape or form, whether it's doing extra reps, whether it's lifting heavier weight provided that you have good form there, um, and just try to progress as much as you possibly can with. Next up then is water intake and this is something that's so small that a lot of us can actually take for granted because sometimes we can actually mistake and hunger for thirst and a lot of people actually do struggle with hitting their water, so This is something I like to do is to make sure I have a litre of water drank before twelve o'clock. That just kind of sets me up for the day because for me I just genuinely forget to drink water, I'm never ever thirsty. And it's actually a thing as well, like you shouldn't wait until you're thirsty to drink water. Um, you should keep a steady flow of it going because it's actually too late at that stage. That's your body telling you, okay, we're starting to get dehydrated there. So you should keep yourself in a good foundation of um, drinking water throughout the day. For me, my wadi, or black or my wadi, orange my wadi, or any of those sugar-free drinks are the best way for me to get in water. I'm obviously struggling a little bit more with it at the moment because I don't have those to add to my water. But... If you can do something like that it definitely does help massively. So again if you are for example maybe you notice that you're only drinking one litre per day I would say just try and increase increase that to 1.5 litres per day and just gradually increase things from there. So this is the big thing with everything not to jump straight into the deep end build it up like I was saying with training if if it's a case you're going zero to bring in exercise in for like two days if it's a case you're drinking really low water and you want to just go you know bang on two three liters don't make those big jumps just gradually bring them in week by week and you will actually realize you'll sustain sustain your progress a lot more and a lot better um steps give yourself a step count it's a great way of adding in an extra little bit of output because it it doesn't take a lot out of us, like say for example, going for a jog. Um, it's very, very tiring. Walking isn't, it's something we can get out with. It gives us an opportunity as well to get some natural daylight into our eyes, which is going to help obviously with mental health, it's going to help with our sleep, it's going to help with getting some vitamin D. So it has like huge benefits all around, and it's going to help with extra output. So what I would recommend is have a look at on average how many steps you're hitting maybe this week and just aim to increase it by a thousand. So, say for example you notice you're hitting on average 5,000 steps per day. I would say next week aim for 6,000. The following week maybe aim for six and a half and build it to a position that you feel you know you're going to be able to hit uh, is the most important thing. Sleep. Again this sleep is a massive one because if we're not getting enough sleep it can actually cause cravings to go through the roof and it can cause hunger to go through the roof and it's obviously going to affect your willingness, I suppose, to even go in and do a workout or, you know, to do some form of exercise because you're going to be fatigued. So do try, put a huge, huge emphasis on your sleep. And the big thing I would say with sleep is look at what you do for your wind down the night before towards looking at your kind of morning routine. Because I think people these days can really get caught up in their morning routine. So look at what you do the night before when going to bed. Do you notice you're kind of just scrolling on your phone and you don't even realise it and it's eleven or twelve at night and like question it like is is scrolling through TikTok actually adding benefit to your life or could it be a case that you use those extra two hours to sleep that are going to have you waking up feeling more refreshed, feeling better in terms of your mental health, feeling better to attack the day? Like question your actions, question your habits that you're carrying out now because it's not a case of oh I need to stop them like ask yourself, are they actually benefiting you? And I think when you ask yourself those better questions, you can realize like, okay, looking at dog videos actually isn't benefiting me here. Uh, And I would look at including something like, kind of no screen time, at least like 30 minutes before going to sleep, I, I found a way on the apple phones you can set like a wind down time so like it gives sometimes i would actually genuinely forget and my phone would take over so a, a notification comes up my phone that's wind down time i'm like okay i can put the phone away now uh doing something like reading uh a little bit of meditation anything like that that's going to help you actually wind down so your body realizes that's night time it's time to go to sleep and you'll notice when you cut out screen time you wake up in a much better mood you wake up because you've had a better quality of sleep you'll wake up more refreshed the next day so that's why i always say put more focus on what you do before, uh, the night before rather than focusing in on your morning uh planning planning is absolutely everything if you want to make progress if you go into a week and say yeah i'm going to look after my food now and i'm going to do some exercise and i'm going to get out for loads of walks now this week that's not going to happen. That is way too vague. Um, because what happens there is we get into this all-week mentality and all-day mentality. We tell ourselves, oh, I've all week to do that. We tell ourselves, ah, oh, I've all day to do it. And like realistically, when are we ever going to decide just out of the blue that we're going to go into the gym? It doesn't happen. We'll always prioritize something else. So it is important that you do actually plan out your week you do pick specific days and times that you're going into the gym you do pick specific specific days and times that you're maybe going to do a food shop that you're maybe going to get out and get a walk in because you have to decide these things if you don't make them specific like that we just get into that all day all week mentality And you'll notice you'll never get a chance to do it. I noticed it in myself as soon as I don't put a plan in place for the week. And that only takes 10 minutes. And the difference it can make to your week is massive. For the sake of taking 10 minutes away from social media and doing that, it's going to put you miles ahead. And it'll start putting you in a position where you see your training sessions like turning up for work. Like if you say you're... Well, if you have to go into work for 9, you'll be there for 10 to 9. If you're picking 7 o'clock in the morning to get your gym session done be there for 10 to 7 because what happens is if you like start letting a little bit of leeway with you get there and it's maybe five past seven the next morning it's 10 past seven next morning it's quarter past seven like it's going to stay building because you're not really building that trust with yourself and it's going to take twice as long for you to get your workouts done because we're doing so much procrastination so like be strict with your times if you're saying you're going for that time be there for 10 to you know make that effort leave out your gym gear the night before, always think of and ask yourself this question, what can I do to put myself in the best position? You know? And the more things you do for yourself, the easier it's going to make your week. And planning is is everything. I just cannot recommend it enough. Um, next thing then is picking a start date and an end date for a dieting phase. So you're in a great position now, as I was saying, to get started before the Christmas. So... I would obviously pick a start date as soon as you possibly can. Um, What I mean by start date is not, oh, start Monday, I'll start Monday. Like, pick a day where you can give yourself maybe two days beforehand to get your food shop, plan out why you want to do this progress, um, what training you're going to be doing, make everything as specific as you possibly can, and then pick an end date for dieting. Like I said, dieting shouldn't be all year round. If you can pick an end date, like, yeah, I'm going to be finishing dieting on this day i'm going to bring my calories back up to maintenance and i can go in and enjoy my christmas and no i'm not going to do any damage that's that's the position that i want you to be in that you do know you have a start date and an end date to this and a few little things you can do is like maybe work towards um like if you have christmas parties or anything coming up maybe you can pick out an outfit and like leave that outfit out and be like like that is the outfit that I when I put it on I want to feel my absolute best and use that as your big driver and your big motivator that this is what you're working towards like when you put on that outfit like you want to feel like Queen Bee you know and that's all gonna stem from what you do today so doing something like that can really really help with driving you on and reminding you you know why you're doing all this and how much it means to you and how much it means to your confidence in you going out and enjoying yourself, and you going out and getting in those photos without trying to hide in the background, that you're just, you know, you're much more sure of yourself, you're proud, you're able to look back, like, this is the best feeling ever, to look back at, at all the work you've done, because you can't cheat your way with progress, like, this is, isn't is something that you can pretend you've done something each week, and you're, you're going to fall into it by accident, it's not going to happen, it's actually just gonna come from you consciously making an effort every day and every week. If you if you're skipping weeks and doing this and that and the other, like you're gonna get what you do. Like you can't cheat it. So when you do get to that position where you're putting on that outfit and you genuinely put in the work each week, you're you're gonna feel twice as good because it all stemmed from you making a conscious effort each week and you're just gonna be nothing but proud of yourself and everything that you've done and everything that you've achieved. So yeah, pick a start date and an end date for it. And last but not least then is stress management because if your mind isn't in a good place like you're not going to want to train, you're not going to want to look after yourself, that's when we can kind of neglect ourselves because we get into this kind of attitude of oh like I deserve it, I deserve this glass of wine on a Friday because it's been a hard week and We give us, we validate all these things rather than zooming out and looking at the bigger picture of what you're actually working towards. Um, And we just, we look for that instant gratification, instant gratification. So we need to get better at the tools we have. And this can be the same with food. Oh, I deserve this and that because I deserve not to track food today because of that. Like, do you not ever think that maybe you deserve to track food because it's going to put you in a better position for your confidence down the line from putting in the hard work, and it's like that. Just zooming out and seeing the bigger picture of your progress, and again, like if we've had years and years of habits of turning to food or turning to alcohol, it's it's not going to be easy do overnight. But if you can now list out a few things that you could do instead, like start adding a few tools to your toolbox and try out different ones, you might find some work for you. You might find some don't work for you, but you'll never know until you you kind of trial and error with them. So for me, what I like to use um, is obviously doing some meditation, doing some breath work, journaling. Um, They're kind of my prime ones. I would say journaling is definitely the most important one for me, kind of checking in with myself each day to see how I'm feeling so that I can kind of catch it on time. If I notice myself getting into that mentality that I don't let the whole week take, like it doesn't take over the whole week, I can kind of catch it on that day and do better the following day. Um, so try out a few things for yourself and see what will work for you and of course if you do need a hand with it, um, my DMs are always open so do pop me over a message if I can help at all. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much it. Like if you can, like even if you want to like re-listen to all this and take a few notes um, with a few different p- bits and pieces that I said, I probably should have said that at the start. Um, So then you can start mapping out your own plan and you can start mapping out the next couple of weeks for yourself with your progress. And of course, if you are doing this and you are taking on this, like do let me know how you get on with it and how you're going over the next couple of weeks. With that as well, if you do listen to this and you're kind of like, okay, I'm still like, I'm not going to be able to hold myself accountable to do all this. Do you know I'm still no I'm not in a position where I can do it and I need help with it. I do have obviously one to one coaching and I do have the group coaching program starting um on the 3rd of October. So if you do like want to take all the guesswork out of it and just have everything on a clear roadmap that I give to you and we're like, this is exactly what we're going to be do doing and you just work away with that. If you do want to take that approach and have all that guesswork gone do pop me over a message. Um, if it is the group coaching program, do let me know as soon as you can, just so I can save a space for you. Um, and if you have any other questions on it, do let me know. But yeah, I would say take one of those two approaches, either have a listen back to everything in this, take it down, take a few notes, map out the next couple of weeks for yourself. Or if it's a case, you, you want the extra accountability, you want the support, support that community feel and having all the, the hard work essentially done for you in terms of mapping everything out so that you just have to follow it, um, do pop on and join the group coaching program because um it, it will help massively if you feel you're in that position that you're not going to be able to to hold yourself accountable to it. But if you do feel like you're in a position, I would say crack on um with everything there because it will it will work um 110% if you can kind of hold yourself to it and commit to it and map everything out as much as you can so yeah on that note I will wrap this up Um, as I was saying anyone has any questions or they do want to join the group coaching program or you do have any other questions on anything I've touched base on if you're cracking on yourself with it uh, do let me know I'd be more than happy to help of course because this was the whole purpose of this episode was to help Um, so yeah thanks Emil for listening and I shall catch you on the next one